that. We're recording. It's eleven fifty-nine. We're gonna do our <clears throat> half an hour show. Welcome, Nick. Welcome, everyone. It's been another week, and we meet again on Thursday. Yep. And YouTube is down. Like that's pretty triggering news. Hey, like fuck. Can't it's use YouTube. Like. Yeah, it's particularly triggering because it's our second week of potentially we were going to live stream again. We just figured out how to live stream and then now we can't live stream. So we're back to recording, pre-recording and then releasing yeah, this like, afterwards. Like, yeah, like the plebs we are. Yeah, <laughs> so anyway, back to... I think we're like to, smarter monkeys now. Back, to the, monkey back to the Stone Age now and uploading videos to YouTube. Um yeah, but YouTube, man, fuck. I was like refreshing my thing like a monkey for like 10 minutes. I was like, this can't be happening. Never in my life has YouTube let me down. Well, I was thinking I've, I've been probably using YouTube for like 12 or 15 years and I can't even remember one time that it didn't work. Every time it's not working, it's something on my end, like my Wi-Fi or something. It's a whole worldwide thing. It's happening right now. And I'm having an existential crisis right now because I'm just realizing all my friends are on YouTube and I don't even talk to them. They just talk to me. Well, that's the funny thing. And that's how it? I figure out reality. Like that's reality for me. And then I go outside and like the birds are chirping, but like, you know, reality for me is defined by the people I watch and listen to on YouTube. But you know what's interesting? I can't access that, and that can just be taken away from me. Um, I'm freaking out. I'm like, what? Yeah. My world has disappeared right now. What if it doesn't come back? Like, I know it will, but like, and could you imagine? It'll How be many like hours a, a day do you reckon? Cultural reset. Many hours. Many yeah, hours. Many I'm hours a, a YouTube day. premium men- member, and I listen. Like I put my, cause I, I'm, I'm a rich higher class person that affords YouTube premium. I listen, I just listen to it in the background. Like I can lock it. Uh, I have those privileges. And what like, does YouTube do you premium do? Or are you, no. Or are you, you're a have... simple peasant. I see. Yes, I'm a common so folk. I'm a layman. I can, I can, yes, I can lock my screen and my, I can keep on listening. Like, so, you know, I, because I value my time. That's what I do. I don't sit and like, so while I'm walking somewhere, I'm listening to my YouTube. Oh yeah. I always wondered why they don't just make simpler amendments to make their, um, their app more user-friendly. And now I realize it's because if they made it so good, no one would give them any additional money, but they get, I imagine yeah, no, quite I, a lot of money from advertising. My phone. Yeah. Because I pay, I, I bypass the ads and all that shit. So, Ooh, you know, that's pretty good. It's living the high life, man, you know? Because I was thinking, I was listening to music on YouTube yesterday on my smart TV, and I was thinking, I'm not very brand loyal. I've been using YouTube for 15 years, and it's given me access to so many thousands of hours of content. But well, when they put works, like one or two ads it. in front of me, I'm just like, screw you guys. Like, I can't wait for the next best thing that bypasses advertising, and I would drop you in a second, YouTube, if something better comes along. And I was, I was thinking how, like, little brand loyalty i have towards them you know yeah i mean they're pretty it's pretty incredible what youtube is like and it's pretty cool and like i don't know yeah it's like who really cares like what is um maybe they're gonna shoot themselves in the foot and like you know be like myspace or whatever i don't know 
it's like a whole different topic, isn't it? Like they have the network effect, but I don't know if they're not going to work and like keep banning people. Yeah, people are going to be like, what else is what else is available? But that now, like I think that's where we're at. Where there's like it's like kind of like a point in time where maybe a lot of um there could be a lot of opportunity opportunity for alternative platforms because like you know a lot of these uh a lot of these big established players, right, are kind of going pretty, like, uh, getting pretty weird where, like, you know, you look at Twitter and you see, like, um, Trump will tweet something and then it'll be, like, a warning being like, this might be false information. So, I don't know. Censoring but you, you could put that to everything, right? You could put, like, it could be false information. So, I mean, if... If 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 the president of the U.S. doesn't have free speech on Twitter, I mean, who does? Well, that's what's so incredible about this moment. Um, and I'm wondering if we're going to uh, create a platform that is um, free of censorship. But then people will always say, what about if someone just posts like gore or like some real like nasty child things? Child porn and, or something. Yeah, child, so and, and and child porn is always the upper echelon of no-nos. And so that's where people... Yeah. Yeah, go, okay, like... We can't argue have to... against that, yeah. Well... Um, it, it's, it's... I don't want to go there. I, it's just, <laughs> it's, it's that, that's always what it comes yeah. down to, doesn't it, with censorship. Yeah. And, then, and But then as soon as you censor one thing, that's when it's a slippery slope. And then you go, well, what about racists? And then what about this? And then what about that? And then, and then my someone cont- has to, like, uh, hold the position of, like, I don't know. Maybe there's some sort of solution to it. I don't know. Like you look at the internet is like this protocol where like anything can happen. So there is that bad shit that does happen, but it's not like you're not going to like come across it in your day-to-day use of the internet. right? Usually like, unless you're searching for it specifically. Right. You know, yeah. I think the point is, is like now, right. This is like the new domain in a lot of senses. Right. Because now everyone, we're all working from home. We're all sitting behind screens. And it's like, these are like the public squares sort of, of like this new... Forums. Um, time. Yeah, right. Where this is a forum. Ideas and talk. Yeah. yeah, yeah, this is a forum. This is a public forum right now. It is a public it's, forum. It's public. Um, right. So it's like, where are these... Uh, where I guess people are going to go to the place where they can talk and exchange ideas, right? That's going to be the most uh, vibrant public forum, right? I don't know. Yep. Maybe YouTube has the network effect, so it could um, easily like keep that or it could shoot itself in the knees and go full, like that guy says in Tropic Thunder, full retard and start just like, you know, because like you said, once you start censoring, then like, you know, you censor one guy for saying whatever, then if someone else says it, and it could be out of context or whatever, and like... And then it, could destroy it, and just, it, just, it could yeah, destroy itself. It could destroy itself. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. And a new, like, 2.0 could come. I guess it's the not thing YouTube that we're talking about else. is like, yeah, free speech, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yep. like, free speech means that, like, even the people that you don't agree with should be able to, like, if you're going to have it, they're going to have it as well, right? Um, yeah, but I, I think it can be a nasty... doesn't get t- taken away, then it's like, there needs to be like respect where we just respect each other for what we're saying, yep. right? We have to evolve as a culture in order to allow free speech because it's not been real free speech for a while. Mm. 
We'd have to evolve. Yeah, We'd have to see all sides of our to... shadow. Yeah, right. That's to allow pretty, it. Uh, all sides of our shadow. Yeah. Shadows. And what what do you what do you mean by that? All sides of our shadow. Well, I just mean like for instance. Have? Let's just say, for instance, you encounter someone that's very racist. Uh, most people in my day-to-day life are the opposite of racist. Like, there's consciously they embrace, you know, relationships. Right. Yeah. Okay. Like, Racism. And- right. Could, but could this be like? What about the people who are like, oh, like, uh, I really care about race. I really care about it so much to the point where we have to now start like having. I don't know, like they're forcing things where they're like, all right, you have to do this because you're guilty because of your like ancestors and stuff. So they're like, essentially, it's like reverse racism. It's the same sort of like forced sort of thing because of whatever ideology, right? But they're using it from a place that's coming from like virtue signaling, if that makes sense, right? But it's the same sort of like um, argument where there's like it's sort of like a forced sort of like thing I, I don't know how to explain it it's sort of like you have people that are so um anti-racist to the point where they're like oh i need to like there needs to be mandatory like uh yeah. lessons for white people to get re-educated or something because like do you get what i'm saying so it gets point, pretty extreme in the end it gets to the point where it's actually racism if that makes sense like yeah because it's like, like They've turned the gun on themselves. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what to call it, but it's still like this. It still comes down to this thing that just like isn't logical. Hey, and that's what like all violence is. Well, my um, contention is that like, if you're confident enough in your uh, foundation, like I am, that people of color are like, of different colors are like of equal value to society and have the same life force energy but that it, I have. It, it's pretty bad like if anything it's like a reflection of where we are at society the point that like, it's almost like it's besides the point because all it does is it gets you stuck in like a loop infinite loop that that does nothing for anyone that all it does is it's just like a it's just like a negative energy fountain that everyone just gets stuck at isn't it trying to like find some meaning but it's, it's just not there like just get on with your life and think about how you can improve yourself like this whole this whole like uh, race thing is just like to me is just like uh, you. How are you if you're like it's gotten? That's what I'm saying. It's gotten to the point now where a lot of white people are like through their virtue signaling. I don't even see this is a thing. They now know what's best, and it's just like okay, like mm. it, 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 like you're saying, it's just like uh, it's some sort of like mental degradation or something. I, don't I still know. Think, I think it's, it's an evolution. In the sense that um, people want to do something about this, like in that sense, I acknowledge that and I see it as as evolving, like the collective is evolving. Uh, but the way that some of this has been going about is is very violent, very aggressive. It's the same with veganism. Um, you know, I've I've known that movement for a while. Yeah. Like, you get almost very violent, and and you know, you start to do more harm than good when you start yeah. body that kind of energy. When yeah, you're a lot of these to things usually to do a good thing. Yeah. You know, it's I extremism. Yeah, it is extremism, man. Ideological extremism. extremism. Yeah, and that's like, there's a whole lot of avenues to go down there. I think the most important point is just not to get caught up in it because it's a losing battle and just like keep keep clear. Just see it. Yeah, just see it for what it is. And if you can actually have compassion for the person that's in that, embodying that extremism, 
you know, it tends to diffuse the situation quite a bit because they're going off the handle. And if you start to try to tell them what to do, you know, you're kind of taking on that similar energy. So if you can just observe it, that's why I like your uh, stance on really just like being that quiet observer of society and, and doing your thing and looking after your own kingdom so that you and you can watch all this unfold yeah because there's nothing there's nothing you can do there's nothing there's absolutely nothing you can do in but what you can things, do is right? you can influence right. yourself that's what i'm saying what what's going on like I, I don't know what's going on all i can see is a lot of people are going through these emotional freaking roller coasters or some people are just not engaged at all and it's like this thing we're all watching unfold in like this you know through our screens and then it's like yeah the the point the the whole conversation started on the point that fuck YouTube is YouTube's down and um and now like how does the conversation go on? Yeah, well, I guess like that's where we receive our news usually, like either word of mouth from our peers around us, but more often than not, in my there's case, there's been something like, that's been trans. There's like a transition, yeah, to like and all the all the old media has now, like uh, you know, video killed the radio star or whatever the hell <laughs> yeah. like it's the same thing for youtube right the youtuber killed the uh i don't know what do you the, call it <laughs> the channel 7 channel 9 channel 10 viewer like you probably don't get too many oh, yeah. of those from our age bracket anymore youtube's become the new television oh. especially with smart tvs now you've got that access like on your big screen and you can just watch mm. you have access to you don't so need much to more. plug your tv into the old like yeah it's yeah. like there was way less there was like a bandwidth limitation wasn't there if you look at it from like a technical perspective there was only so much programming that could fit in the old let's call them wires or whatever now with this new interface with youtube it's just like there's unlimited bandwidth there's like mm-hmm. unlimited um channels and that people used to pay for pay tv whatever like or cable or satellite whatever people call it in other parts of the world to get more channels right so you had more shit to watch and now it's like, forget but, yeah. that. Well, a lot of people it, to like criticize. Yeah, go on. Criticize yeah. TV for like brainwashing generations and shit. But hey, I don't know. People mm-hmm. like watching TV. It's a pretty that's powerful what, thing. Yeah, that's why I love myself for being so um, non-brand loyal to YouTube because it's like they give me access to so much and I'm ready to just drop them in a second. I'm like, oh, screw you guys for censoring. Screw you guys for making me watch adverts when I'm paying like zero dollars. When you compare that to like, foxtel do you remember how i remember how much my dad used to pay for foxtel like it was outrageous it was like hundreds of dollars a yeah, month. That's and when they I'm got saying. rid of the you're, sport you're paying that, for that extra bandwidth right so like you're you're paying like and you had so many channels right but it's funny how most people like get the proposition of paying for youtube because they've had it for free so long they're just like well, what i'm going to pay like 15 dollars a month or whatever to get like no ads and like uh um whatever else for content that is highly like the thing about youtube is it's like there's a niche for everything and you can find content that only you and a hundred other people or a thousand other people enjoy watching but because the cost to entry is so low you can have that and that was never possible before it's pretty amazing man we've got to be thankful for these evolutions but then with these evolutions yeah. there's going to be and i'm not like some media expert yeah i'm not some media expert or whatever but my like gut feeling is we're on like the we're on the verge of like 
all these people right now who are like working from home at other all of the like like around the world whatever like and they're probably sitting at home they're probably watching more youtube and shit and i bet you there's a percentage of them who are thinking why the fuck don't i start my own one i'm already working from home it takes like one hour a week or a few hours a week to make one video and like hey that's enough to start a channel and if you've got something you're freaking interested in you can just share it and explore it and like yeah yeah and it's pretty crazy like i'm not an expert in youtubers and stuff but i know they've become very powerful now very influential yep and as they get more influential there's the game of youtube like, uh, yeah i heard like someone like advertisers would rather pay like ksi someone like ksi to advert to promote like uh their brand or whatever rather than someone like drake because more people are watching KSI's videos on like a daily basis. So like your bang for buck goes further in a sense. Whereas like, yeah, Drake, everyone knows Drake. They listen to his music and stuff, but it's not like he's going to put an ad in his song or something. And like, you know, there's like, for whatever reason, because YouTubers have this, it's almost like an ongoing daily relationship. Think about it. All the big mm -hmm. YouTubers are making like, um a, a video every day so it's almost like that's what i'm saying these it's like a new kind of relationship that you couldn't really have with tv content and it's like it's like well, nothing ever before isn't it like because think about how much effort and preparation used to go into a tv show right and then it would come out you would watch it you'd even re-watch it a lot like but like youtube a lot of the time it's like a youtuber gets up in the morning he makes whatever reacting to memes or playing a game and people love it like you know yeah but like think about how much like everything is expanding like it's exponential and like we don't even know what like effect is this is like having like technology ripples are so causing or whatever the butterfly effect kind of thing right well like take yesterday for instance i, I was at home all day yesterday normally i go out but i stayed in and like my whole day revolved around the screen. I work from the screen and then oh, yeah. I was having leisure time and, and leisure time involved watching, listening to YouTube, like music. Um, and then like I watched a movie and then I watched a couple episodes of a TV show with my housemate. And uh, I just realized like I've been like at the screen, like pretty much all day. The only respite I had was when I did some journaling and I, I read my book. Um, and, it's pretty and that huge, was like, right? that's, that's a typical day off, but like, I'm trying to figure out like how much hours I spent. So at it's least like, yeah, that, that's, that's the fascinating thing. And I think I've brought this idea up where it's like, we go to our place of work, right? Or I don't know how many people still do to sit in front of a screen. Now it's all of a sudden become socially acceptable to just not have to get in a car to drive to a place to sit in front of a screen. For whatever reason this year, they're just like, oh, just got a screen at home just sit in front of that one for whatever amount of time and then like and then what do you do when you get home like or you, you're gonna go sit like you were saying you're gonna sit in front of the screen for more leisure time right and it's almost like freaking george orwell right freaking incredible man well he, i kind he, of resisted a little bit lot. like but then i realized <laughs> it's like, like it's not it's a it's 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 almost like it is very like a dystopian like nightmare in a lot of ways like you can see that and it's like this order enforced by like uh a lot of these uh coders law in a lot of ways and it's just like in a way you've got these massive organizations like google whatever like uh google amazon that like they they have more like 
like let's compare these entities to like states state level like they're almost like new like if you think about it like new levels of uh new like it's something new that's sort of come in where they're like massive organizations where they have more in some places they have a lot more power than a lot of the states the members of the united nations and like they're not like some could say they're not directly accountable and they're so intertwined to the point of like you know uh, a lot of this uh the way a lot of people make their they get their information to decide how how they're going to vote or whatever is like deeply intertwined to Google, Twitter, uh, whatever, and like uh, it's like uh, I think it's like a thing that like uh, we kind of noticing the consequences of hey big time because it means like what what is what is the world where they're yeah these are probably there's probably going to be new ones coming up as well if you think about it um, that's the thing we can barely keep up with this process like because normally like for instance in, from the 60s to the 90s people pretty much had television and you can take that 30-year control group and go okay what how did the behavior like from a sociology point of view how did the behavior of humans change you know as they're subjugated to television but then in the noughties and the teenies and whatnot, things have accelerated yeah, so well, much. And we probably just went from watching TV after dinner with our families, you know, before we got the jigsaw out and then before we went to bed. Um, yeah. I just picture things being way more low key with technology. Yeah. And now it's like you wake up, you know, first thing I do is, oh, well, yeah. it varies, but often I check my laptop, often I check like yeah. the sports and my emails and, and I'm on it straight away, you know, and I have a shower and then I often work from a laptop um, and then, yeah, in the evenings, often, not always, I unwind, like by watching something by myself or with other people. Um, so that's the typical, um, 1230 in the afternoon cop cars that always come through. I'm in like one of the most crime filled areas of Melbourne. You could probably even pick that up on the microphone. Are um, you allowed? Yeah. What's your, what are you able to do now? Like I've forgotten. Like, oh, are you, like you're a allowed lot. to like, go outside and shit. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm allowed your to be in the has sun. Allowed you. Yeah, you've gotten. <laughs> I'm allowed, it's unbelievable, yeah. isn't it? Well, cafes are open again. Like, there's usually just limits on like numbers of people to things. Like, there aren't that many people allowed in a movie theater, so, for instance. Lee, when a thing is going back to normal, what does normal mean? Like that, and like, and where are we now? Look, I, there is no normal. On? We I, live. I, I don't feel like I can comment. Go on. We lived a certain way for a certain amount of time. Like things were, like consistent and then this was like a blip on the odometer and now everything's kind of shuffled and then people are trying to move it back to normal but we've seen through the veil now we realize that it's only normal because we were on like an autopilot um, and we managed to form a hierarchy um, that was ordered but not necessarily fulfilling um, and this brought chaos, Order. Order's which yeah, rattles on. the cage. But now I think as we... Because that's try what to I resume, think we want to go back to is some new form of order, right? Because now... Yeah, but it's not the same. Very unpredictable. Yeah, yeah. It, yeah, it never will you. be it's the gonna, same. Yeah. And it's empowering for us, but it can be scary. Um, when, but we needed the chaos. We needed, so, on a collective level, we needed something to rattle the cage to shift us out of that funk because we weren't happy um as a collective as a collective you know there's different um 
people, there's different ends of the spectrum. There are people that are thriving in this world and, and, you know, adapting with technology. What it, and, yeah. Cause it feels like now we're at a place where a lot of people just, there's a lot of uncertainty and like with that uncertainty comes like, you can feel different ways about it. Can you like, you can feel, and it's okay. Yeah. I think a lot of people probably feel anxiety comes a lot with uncertainty and, um, yeah, but at the same time, there's also opportunity. That's just the way I look at it, hey. And there's all these different ways you can look at stuff. And I recently read this, read this article about, like, this game called Magic the Gathering and how it, like, mm-hmm. the way you play it, and there's all these different, like, colors, and they represent different sort of things. So, like, white rep- represents, like, order. Then you've got, like, red represents, like, passion. And, like, uh, there's, like I just skimmed it, and I didn't read it fully. But it's, like... Um, it was basically to me it was like a different way to like look at the world the lens through to look at the world instead of this lens that a lot of people are using at the moment called like the red and blue lens um and and, uh and it's just like it's just like a limited lens to view the world through so maybe like uh we're expanding our lens if you just have red and blue yeah if you imagine if you just had a tv that just showed you red and blue like you'd miss out on a whole bunch of colors right because you need the three primary colors red blue and green to be able to like see all the colors right so well, maybe can I what's just, been happening we've can just, I just been seeing the world through red and blue right and now yeah. we've got all these other colors to look at it through and we're just like freaking out and it's just like yeah this is to fix to this is adding to your point and you were sort of saying like we just um we can't go back to looking at it through red and blue once you know there's all these other colors, right? That can allow yeah. you to see a different picture. Yeah. I feel like um, the way we society was running is we gave people this power and they're the law. So you have to take your kids to school. You have to go to your job. You have to pay your bills and such. And, and it, it became to us, it was so, it was so law. It was, so, it was the law and we couldn't escape that. So we just, get on with it, even though we're not necessarily happy with all the things that we are required to do. And then what happened during this time is for whatever reason, this process has really shaken everything up. And now we're starting to realize that, Oh, the people who are making these laws are just people. And, it, and, and it's gone and upside down to the point where it's not even working, but we kind of just have to go with it now because it's like, all we got until we get all, to it's all faith-based like rules yeah yeah it's all faith-based and, like, and that's what we realized but that hurt a lot of us because a lot of mm. us was like why the hell did we bend over for so long and and then there's some people who are going please can i bend over once more because i cannot take this and it's interesting yeah and then in you've got life. some people like bend our over. generation yeah doesn't have much to lose like whereas like the older generation may have it may be some people might have more skin in the game in terms of like things yeah staying. yeah they like, might have a business like, a lot of or whatever don't matter like yeah let's just mm. like think about just like commercial real estate in a way it's just for like a lot of things it's just like i don't know who's going to be paying for offices like in the future when you can just like you can just have a meeting you just send out a link and just like all right we meet we discuss and we we get on with the business um yeah 
and it's like there's a lot of efficiencies to be had and like i don't know where it's all going but it's like then you can kind of look at it as the exciting thing and like to bring it back to a point of before i think there's like the, the, when we were talking about all these keywords right that i don't i don't have an opinion on them like i don't i don't understand them frankly i'm too stupid like i don't understand racism really like i can't figure it out so i'm just like i'm just gonna leave other people to fight those battles and i'm gonna go do whatever i can do for me that makes me feel happier like i don't want to spend time trying to like scratch my head around things that just make me feel miserable yeah is that just because you can't put yourself in the shoes of someone who has that prejudice yeah, I can't. Yeah, yeah. I, I just don't get it. So I'm not like, I'm not going to see, I can do that. But it's it's just based on such limited information. It's based on scarcity. Um, yeah. Racism is based on like, scarcity. Yeah, anyway, here, this is the thing I want to say. I feel like there's a finite amount of time I have. This is, I always say, time's my most precious asset. And then with that time, I can expose myself to certain information and do certain things. I can exercise, I can do whatever. And like, if I play my cards right, I'm going to get out, I get up ahead, right? So that's kind of like how I view it. Right, gotcha. Mm. Well, it's, it's 1228. Because if you think in about Melbourne, it, bro. yeah. Is God, this, give, give, us the final, give us the final thoughts. Give us your final thoughts, Nick. Oh, wow. It's like, yeah. Um, I guess time is the most scarce asset we have. And it's like, we we now have the ability to like uh, um, concentrate our energy on anything, to learn anything, to connect with anyone over the world, to like participate in anything we want. And um, yeah, it's super incredible. And I hope YouTube just comes back online so I can continue my uh, learning journey because well, I'd, I'm, I'm a dumbass probably... and I, I, I don't know shit. And like YouTube is a place where I can learn a lot of shit. So I just hope it comes back. I would bet ten dollars that it's back online right now. I reckon it would have taken like fifteen minutes top because <laughs> it's go. such a next existential existential crisis um, episode. <laughs> Complete. Well, <laughs> I've had my. Uh, I'm now. I'm ready to live without YouTube. There you have it. So we've made it through the another half an hour with each three, other. Three for whatever. I've gone through the bargaining phase in this episode. Okay, well, we'll come to acceptance in the following episode. I think this is episode 17, Nick. So I just yeah. want to say well done to us for... We haven't missed a week in 17 weeks. Can you believe that? That's pretty impressive. Yeah. yeah Long may it continue. Um, yeah. It's, uh, let's keep going. All right, bye. Tune in next week. <laughs>